Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. Today, the host with the most from America's Got Talent, Terry Crews, is here. Then from Gigi Hadid to Lori Harvey and Jennifer Garner, we'll show you how to snag that celebrity style. And legendary actor Al Pacino is going to be a dad again. The 82-year-old is expecting his fourth child, and we're talking about it. It's It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Cute you look. Hold on. Okay, are they zipped? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got dressed last night. She second. got dressed at the last Literally. moment. Okay, go. So was it, by the way, do you like? I love this. Are we into it? Yes. I'm into this. Wait, this let's is kind see. of like coastal, coastal cowboy right here, I'm baby. I'm into it. I'm into it. Come on. First of all, we've got to sit in our chairs, but we have to yes. say thank you to the gentleman who's over there. Eddie. His name is Eddie Ortiz. He's our fashion Woo! stylist. Eddie. So let's revisit our looks. Let's okay, see, shall we sit? Let's see Jenna's looks and my looks. So these were Jenna's. Jenna, I love this dress. It looks so cute Eddie, on you. you know why I love it? I can wear it in the winter with tights. Yes. It's yes. multifunctional and boots. Yes. So thank you, Eddie, and for I picking welcome. something I'll You're wear welcome. more than one and season. And you know what? Maybe we'll wear the other looks on other days because I like that off the shoulder with the with the blue, blue pants. pants. I thought it was cute. And this is so and good. Let's look at Hoda's choices. Yeah, these were mine. Yep. And I liked, by the way, Eddie, I liked all of them. In fact, I'm buying all of them. Because <laughs> the price is right, too. So what do you think about what people chose, Ed? Well, as of right now, they chose the right one. You think oh, so? These are yeah, what I you like were it. hoping? Yes. See? Eddie, you did good. Eddie's I been love it. Eddie's been nervous, and he's been amazing. He's so the best. Eddie, no one would even know. You are amazing. <laughs> Eddie, can we just say that um, Alex, our wardrobe person whom we adore, said that this was by far the most positive comments in the Instagram. Wow. You know that Instagram's not always positive. That's Eddie, you see? You, you got you it. it. You got it going on. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We if love you, you, Follow Eddie, Eddie on Instagram because he has lots of good outfits on. Oh, he does? I need to <laughs> yeah. follow Eddie yeah, on Instagram. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. So big, big headline today. Uh, it, it, it's in the news and everybody's talking about it. Okay. Al Pacino's going to be a dad for the fourth time. That may not be big news no. to be a dad for the fourth time, no. but what is making news is his age. He's 82. He's 82. Yeah. So, and, and the crazy thing is, because we just talked about um, young Al Pacino versus, versus young, young Robert, Robert De, Niro, De Niro, who was hotter. Um, it was a very intellectual conversation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, earlier this month, Robert De Niro also announced that he became a dad at 79. Isn't that interesting? Very What's interesting here. So, Al has a 33-year-old daughter and 22-year-old twins. So it's been 22 years since he's been a dad. And things have changed in 22 years. We need to tell Al that things have changed. A lot of things have changed. Wow. Has things changed? For example, let's talk TV back in the 2000s. 
Teletubbies were the rage. Big. Remember them? What happened to the Teletubbies? Well, guess who stepped into the Teletubby space? Who? Miss Rachel. There she is. Miss Rachel is super popular. She's a YouTube star. Kids love her. It's called Songs for Littles. Everybody, and I haven't, I happen to have met Miss Rachel. What? Yeah. You know what I think? I feel like you and I should do a YouTube show for children. Oh, that would be fun. I feel like we could get into that niche somewhere right between Miss Rachel and Blimpy. <laughs> <laughs> Just somewhere right in the middle. What do you think? I think it would be so much fun. I'm I mean, not kidding. I, I mean, the kids, by the way, I've walked down the street with Miss Rachel. You would, she gets mobbed. She is the bomb. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so back in 2000s, you might have loved this baby bouncer. Yes, I, yes, that was a thing. I don't even know. Is it still legal? I don't one? know. Remember when there were all kinds of issues? Well, now Some of that's them got out. recalled. Some did. Maybe not that brand. We don't know. But, but now everyone's into the snoo. Snoo's the one Wait, that rocks your baby. I have never seen a commercial where the baby is rocked like a clock. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that's unusual, but it works. Um, they say it's priceless. I tried to borrow get. it. From a friend when I had how, mm-hmm. and we never turned. We first of all complicated. I couldn't figure out the app. Mm-hmm. Let me just be honest. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I just put him in there and he fell asleep. <laughs> so why did I need the rocking? Yeah, I get why people do it because you're delirious because you haven't yes. rested and you need sleep. But I also think that the time where you don't use it anymore and you have to stop snooing and then your child That's has hard. to sleep normally. Yeah. Um, I once swaddled my sister in a sheet. Why? As a grown-up? As a grown-up. She and? was wondering what it felt like to be swaddled. You think it would be it I was think it would fun. Feel awesome. It was fun getting the sheet off, off of her. her. But did harder. she feel cozy? She liked it. She said it was womb-like. They actually sell something I think I saw on Shark Tank that you slip into something that's like that. Like it's like you're a hot dog all the way up to your neck. Oh, yeah. And it's tight. And it zips. Yeah, and you're all up in there. Oh, for an adult? Yes, for a grown-up. Wait, what? Yeah. It was on Shark Tank. Um, okay. That means it's good. Al, we have to tell you, for the stroller, the umbrella stroller, that's for a... First a, of all, that's a shot. That's, that's a for a doll. doll. I had we that all for, have that. Yeah, Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh-huh, okay. Um, now, apparently, parents are pushing wagons. What? Okay, that's a lot I've never seen happening. It. There are three ways to ride. Oh, wow. Put your okay, beer in there. Got a top on it, a <laughs> car seat. seat. Okay. It's fascinating to look at if it's in the car. I don't know. Okay. If you can, that, in New York City, but the I do streets think a aren't lot that of, wide. A lot of parenting things have changed. Totally. Do you remember? Like, now it's totally normal to do the, do you want a blue pen or a pink pen? Do you want raspberries or blueberries? <laughs> Would you like to go upstairs or downstairs? <laughs> remember our parents? They were like, we're going upstairs. Yeah. Here's your pen. Can we have ice cream? No. no. Yeah. We were used to that. And I think as adults, you realize that no is normal. So yeah. that when you get into adulthood and people tell you no, which they do throughout your adulthood. Definitely. You're not jobs, shocked. You're right? not surprised. Oh, my God. Wait, someone told me no, I can't adjust. Yeah. It's like, no. The default is always no. And if you get a yes, it's wow. An awesome day. You can't believe I it. I feel like we have to find the balance between, like, letting our kids feel feelings. Yes. All ranges. Yes. Even if they're irritating. Yes. And ignoring them. <laughs> I'm serious. Like Those benign the two speeds. Neglect, yeah. Right? Yes. Where's the middle ground? I feel like you want your child to express, 
but there's a point where it's dis- disrespectful yeah. sometimes. It's like just because they want to emote, you can't emote everywhere at all times. I know, I know you're feeling because those feelings. Because as an adult, you can't yeah, emote you're, you're everywhere at all times. Almost nowhere. Because <laughs> no. if I emoted right now at yeah. work, yeah. people would be like, like are what you okay? up with her? Yeah. Right. I think we learned to stuff it I mean, way deep down. Push it, push it down. So, it, and then, but here's the weird thing. I think if you're adult, if you're if you have a stricter upbringing, I think your adulthood yeah. is easier. And I think people who had more of a Lucy kind of upbringing, I think sometimes your adulthood's a little tougher because yeah. you're not used to nose. Yeah, nose and boundaries structure. and structure. Yeah, yeah, I love a boundary. Okay, um, coming okay. up next, we'll have the unusual new wedding trend, and it's turning a lot of heads. Okay, we're going to break it all down with TV and podcast host Naz Perez after this. Yeah. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. All right, if you cannot keep up with all the new pop culture trends, guess what? We can't either. So we brought in someone who does, someone who can help us. We've got Naz Perez yeah, here. Yeah, she's the host Hi, of the pop culture podcast. I don't get it. So we thought she'd be perfect for a new segment we're calling Do, Do you, you Get, get it? it? Do you get it? Hi, Naz. Hi, guys. By the way, are you? what a cool podcast, you and your pals. Right? Well, how'd, this, how'd that idea come to be? Okay, so me and my best friends, Ashley and Lauren Iconetti, always found that in conversations, we were always like, I don't get it. <laughs> so now we have a podcast where we talk about things we get and don't get, and I cannot wait to do this. How much both fun is that? Okay, cool. Okay, so you're going to tell us about a trend, and then we'll all kind of weigh in if we get it or we don't. Yes, okay. exactly. Right, we'll spin the wheel and see what's first. All right, I feel like we're in Vegas right now. Let's go. Ooh. Okay, Aristor Mementos. Okay, Hoda, I hope that you save some confetti Tell from me. the show on Friday oh. because Swifties are selling the weirdest mementos online from Taylor Swift's Aristor. Like what? One listed their used contact lenses for $10,000 that had, quote, seen the Aristor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Another person is selling a rain poncho that they wore during a show where it rained, saying That's that good. it has the same rain on it that fell on oh Miss Taylor gosh. Swift. But in my favorite listing ever another fan is selling a bag of 100 authentic air from the floor seats from taylor's air? show in massachusetts so I was in Mass- that's air? me i was in massachusetts i'm selling it's that. you you're the problem it's you i'm me okay no um, hoda jenna do you get it no i get it you, you get do? it why do you yes, get, I get it? it because when you saw how crazed and how amazing those fans are of course people are going to buy and, and sell that but are but they that, buying but, it nas or just selling okay it? so if you ask me, I don't get people buying it. 
and I don't know if people are buying it, but I do get people, people collecting and selling it because this reminds me of one time when I was covering the Met Gala and yeah. I took feathers that fell off Cardi B's gown <laughs> off the steps of the Met. I didn't sell it though, but the reason why I get people selling it is yeah. because a survey came out in March and half of Taylor Swift's fan base are millennials. And I feel like half of us are out here just trying to pay off our student loans. Yeah, now. totally. If you're a fan of the Today Show, I'll be selling 80% <laughs> of the air from 30 bucks later today. All right. Oh, gosh. Okay, should we spin the wheels? Yes, let's, yes, let's do it. Boy summer, what is that? Okay, so men going barefoot is officially in according to the cut. Jacob Lordy was recently seen braving the streets of LA on a coffee run oh, no. barefoot. Hoda, you also I, see it be you. popping up in popular shows like Succession, Alexander Skarsgård's character, yeah. Lucas Madsen, is rocking the no shoe, is the new shoe look. But I just want to let the world know that like Jason Momoa has always been so ahead of the times, and he actually walked uh, a red carpet in 2018. Well, he can do anything. Um, I actually want to hear from Hoda first because Hoda, I know that you would walk in Times Square yeah. without. Well, your heels if, on. If they were hurting you barefoot, they were so hurt, absolutely. So do you get barefoot boy summer? Um, Are you into this? I kind of get it. I kind of get it. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I kind of get it because you know what? Guys don't care. They, do you know what I mean? It's not. They're not anal. They're not using tons of. You know, these guys aren't using tons. They're not worried about it. They'll take a bath later. I kind of get it. Jenna, do you? Guys I do. like a guy who doesn't care. I do. I like a guy that doesn't care. I think you can walk barefoot in your own backyard. That's something yeah. I like to do what to feel grounded. Well, it depends what city the park is in. Okay. <laughs> what about Central Park? I think. Have you walked barefoot yeah. around the around the no, street? No, but I, I've definitely walked barefoot in Central in Park. The, yeah, yeah. You take your shoes off when you're in the grass. I think if it's grass or a beach, it's fine. I think if you're on the streets of New York and L.A., no. No. <laughs> See, I really get this. I think there's something about it that says, like, I'm approachable yet rugged. Like, I don't know. There's, so, there's some type so, of groundedness to it that's, like, attractive to me. Okay. But I do think you're right. I think context is very important. Right. Like, oh, if yeah. you're in the airport, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's time yeah, to okay. see okay. Yeah, okay. We got another one. Or a gas station. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely out. Bathroom. <laughs> okay, the wedding Okay, chop. the wedding chop. What so we've all heard of brides donning a second look at their yeah. wedding with a dress, right? Well, now brides are getting a hair, a mid-ceremony haircut what? in between the ceremony and the reception, no. and they're donning that as their second look. There's Wait, tons no, of no, videos no. of this on TikTok. Tons of videos? Yes, that have over millions of views. There they are. Hoda, Jenna, do you get this? I can't believe I just people don't getting even, it. I, like when you rather be spending time with your new husband or it your friends like or your family. Five seconds. It looks like they just chopped the bottom off. Would you do that? I well, I wouldn't. I'm cut my hair in 20 years. <laughs> See, I'm dating in L.A., so the day that I walk down the aisle is going to be such a major accomplishment for me that I'm doing nothing to risk a runaway groom. But also, photographers cost jillions of dollars, and the day goes by so fast. Yeah, you want to just be with the people you love. Yeah, Unless you're thinking, like, if you're going to change your hair, you're going to change your life kind of thing, but... You just changed yeah, but your usually life. Usually, it's a breakup haircut. <laughs> I don't know. We, or bangs. Oh, we talked about getting a lob on the show. I'm back to that, like maybe in the fall, like halfway through a the show, cut. cutting my hair. Remember yeah. my hair? Yeah. Chris what, Appleton. What do you want to get? How well you always like play oh, with it. If you're getting a free haircut by Chris Appleton, I would take it. it. Yeah. All right. Okay. You can listen to Naz on I Don't Get It wherever you get your podcast. Thank you, Naz. Coming up, Terry Crews is back on TV, and so is America's Got Talent. Tell us all about his new season coming up after this. Okay, nothing says summer like the return of the biggest talent competition in the world and the new season of America's Got Talent 
promises not to disappoint. It is hosted by a man of many, many talents himself. The one, the only, Terry Crews. Hi, guys. Hi. Good do it. Good morning. I mean, Who even in a suit. <laughs> Wait, it gets better every year because they droop a little more. So, so. <laughs> Do you just, I feel like you are so enjoying yourself on the set of that show. That's like pure joy watching you. First of all, I am because I am literally one of the acts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm from Flint, Michigan. I remember having dreams of being performing and doing, you know, all the stuff that I'm doing now. And so when the new acts come in, when every time there's another act, I am just like cheering them on. I'm their bodyguard and I have the best time. I'm laughing. I'm crying. It's that kind of show. Um, you know, I, we we did a little digging on you, and it, it seemed like you were the MC of your high school talent show in Flint, Michigan. Yes. And now you're MCing basically the biggest talent show in the world. Uh-huh. It's my destiny. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And mm. there's nothing like taking someone from relative obscurity into being a worldwide superstar. You have to understand, with AGT, you know, you know who won it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of shows that, that are on, you don't know who won or whatever, but AGT, it changes lives. Yeah. The winner last year, the Mayas, they performed with Beyonce. Oh, my gosh. You know Holy what I mean? Holy uh, It's what I'm saying. Uh, Terry Fader made $100 million in Isn't Vegas after winning AGT. This is like, it's like a real success. Yeah. yeah. What I love about you, back to you being a cute little boy, you posted this mm. of your 17-year-old self, and you wrote this. If I could go back and whisper in his ear, I'd uh. tell him, don't worry. All your dreams and goals are achievable regardless of what anyone says. Every no is negotiable. Who were the big no's that you had to say, who, that you, had to say you know what, I'm going to push through this anyway? You have to understand, growing up in the hood, you had so many people that would pull you together and have an assembly and say, you kids, you can do anything. You can do anything you want to do. And I was that kid who was like, yes. And I would run up to the speaker and I would go, guess what? I want to do this, 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 this. And they would look at me and go, what makes you think you can do that? Ooh. I said, you, Ooh. you just said that. <laughs> yeah. and, and they were all, and listen, it was so crazy because everybody I confronted about it, they were like, hey man, be realistic. You really can't Gosh. do that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going for it. I'm going to try everything. I want to make it. And, you know, you know, when I one thing I figured out is that you might get a no today. Yeah. But you, as you keep going, no's turn into yeses. Yeah. And it's like it's negotiable. It's the thing. If you never quit, you're going to get it yes. eventually. Yeah. You know what I mean, you will that's do really it. The, I mean, that's the lesson. Well, who, who – so then the opposite question is who were the yeses? Yeah. Who looked at you and made you feel like you could take those no's yeah. and change them? Let me tell you, I had an art teacher. I'm going to say this right now. His name was Mr. Eichelberg. He believed in me when I didn't believe mm-hmm. in myself. I had an art scholarship, the whole thing. But wow. he got it for me. He filled out all the applications. He took pictures of all my artwork. Mm-hmm. And he said, Terry, I got you a scholarship to two different schools. No. And I was like, what? <laughs> Listen, he believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. Those kind of yeses, one person can make a difference in your life if, if they just believe yes. in you. And, and that's that guy for me. One of the people who believes in you tremendously is a woman who's been by your side mm. for 34 years, Rebecca, who we had the privilege of meeting when we were here. Tell us how, how that part of your life factors in. I mean, you were obviously this upbeat guy before, but what does she add? First of all, you know, after 34 years, you're talking about someone we've shared the ups, the downs, the Mm -hmm. highs, the lows. And there's nothing like someone who knows you inside and out and loves you for who you are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's nothing, you'll never get that in any other relationship. And I have to tell you, 
for me, she is my rock. She is the reason I'm doing it. I mm. feel like I was made to love her. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Made to love yeah. her. That's the, that's the only way I can really describe it. Oh. And y'all are about to be empty nesters. I mean, you have raised these kids. One, your youngest is 18 mm-hmm. almost. First of all, the oldest, 36, 32, 25, 20, wow. and 17. We did it all, and we've seen it all. You know what I mean? And what's it's almost the, like, get out the house, y'all. What's the trick about raising adult kids? We have such little ones. We're well, wondering. It's kind of wild because they need a little as much care as a yeah. baby, you know? <laughs> But especially now, it's kind of wild. But but the good thing is, is that you can talk to them and you can be their friend. Like, you can Mm. be this guiding light that they need because you've been through it. One thing we always say is like, hey, guys, we've been where you've been. Yeah. And there's nothing like being able to give them a perspective of someone who's who's going through what they're going through right now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We love you. Come every day. Come Come, come, come all the often. Days. You can check out America's <laughs> Got Talent. It's Tuesdays at 8, 7 Central, right here on NBC. Thank you so oh, much, Terry. Yeah. Thank Love you. Here you guys. Love y'all. Coming Love up it. next, y'all steal that celebrity style from Lori Harvey to Gigi Hadid, plus Jennifer Gardner and Holly Bailey. We're going to show you how to get their looks right after this. All right, we're going to talk about Hollywood A-listers and what they're rocking, but we have to shout out Little Mermaid, by the way. Great, great opening weekend, $118 million. It's relevant to the story we're doing, but we want to get to our celebrity style. Okay, lucky for us, we have stylist Melissa Chantain, who's going to help us. She's the founder of the lifestyle brand We Carol. Melissa, we missed you. I know, it's been a while. How are you? Okay, we love this because this is basically we're going to look at celebs' looks and get them for less, right? Yes, and make it personal to the girls. It's all about personal style. But Let's okay, check let's out Lori. Lori, yeah, Lori yeah, Harvey Lori. got the cutest cargo pants. Yeah, it's, it's the 90s style, but recreated, but made for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's out. bring out our model, Kelly. Kelly. So we made it 90s redux. It's all about the trouser, the summer, but with the the muscle tee. But the thing is to do the trouser. But remember the platform sandals? They're back. It's all about making it fun and accessible. Those are from ASOS. And then we added the sunnies from Giant Vintage. They're all about the cool vintage sunnies um, for men, women, and kids at oh. a reasonable price. It's so great. Why I love that. Super cute. That's I love the They're pants. They're so comfy. I love a good trouser for yeah. summertime. Yeah, and Me the cake too. is so cute. Too. All right. Thank you so much. Our next celeb is Gigi Hadid. Gigi Let's Hadid. So I took this street style look. Uh, uh-huh. And supersized it from Talbots. And you know, Talbots now has a style that's accessible for everybody at a reasonable price. Let's okay, bring her let, out. Where's yeah, she, let's where's see she go? Patrice. Patrice, come on out, girl. So oh, isn't this such a cool look with the striped shirt? And then this summer, everyone is doing the Bermuda shorts. So if you don't love your they legs, are? the Bermuda is back. So it's good. So if you don't love your thighs, you just, you know, show off the leg. And then we got the same sneaker. And then we also added um, the 90 Sunnies, which, again, is from Giant Vintage. And it's just an easy, breezy look. You can take your work shirt, but make it weak and accessible. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I love super that. Super fun. Really and cute. I love it because, like, Talbots has petite, too. So if you don't, petite, medium, and plus. 
So okay. it's accessible oh, for all exactly. body types, which I love. Um, super cute. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much. Really Patrice. great. Okay, should we look at Jennifer Garner? She's yes. wearing whimsical white. She's doing this whimsical white, but the key here, you see how it's a corseted bodice yeah. off the shoulders? Yeah. So I took the same look, but made it a little bit more elevated for bridal season, Whoa. which I wanted a little bit more fancy. Here's Janice. Look wow. at this. I'm sorry, Janice. I know. Isn't she stunning? Gorgeous. So I took the same aesthetic, but took it a little bit more elevated for bridal season with this gorgeous dress from Miss Circle. It's $125. And then I added these simple, simple silver shoes uh, from Nordstrom Rack for only $55. But it just took the whole bridal season look and elevated it yeah. a bit. And then making it for body type. And, you know, a lot of brides feel intimidated. When you do a corseted look and showing off your decolletage, it takes the eye of the line up for your body. Ah. So it's just a simple style tip. Take the line up and show off the shoulders because then no one will be looking anywhere else. Well, she looks insanely <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, too. Thank you. All right. Okay, we, now we get to the we Little We were talking mermaid. about Little, little mermaid, mermaid, how it hit. This has also hit the fashion trend. And Tell Hallie us about did this Bailey. dress with the halter and then showing off your abs. I did the same look on our girl, Sunny, but I did it in blue with this cute dress from Heartloom, which is so affordable, but the tip here is to make it your own in the blue. Whatever color works for your body, and obviously, look at, she's totally a beachy mermaid. Yeah. So the tip here to doing the mermaid aesthetic, it's all about the jewelry. You can mix the pearls, the golds, the blues, ah. the greens. It's the aesthetic. And then having that whimsical mermaid beachy hair. Yeah, we did hair. it the beach waver, yeah. the mermaid waver. Love it, love it's it. so fun. So that's the mermaid aesthetic that is here to stay all summer long. Mermaid. Mermaid. By the way, the shoes are super cute, Those too. $19 from what? Macy's. What? Yeah. Look at They're those. adorable. All right, should we bring out all of our beautiful yeah. models? Let's do that. Y'all look so cute. I'm Melissa, right. such great Thank ideas. you, Melissa. Thank, Thank you so you. much. So Come, to be here. Coming up guys. next, we've got Siri Daly. She's whipping up a delicious veggie burger, and we guarantee you don't want to miss. You won't miss the meat. Coming up after this. All right, we all love to grill burgers in the summertime, but sometimes you want to light things up a bit. So our good friend and today contributor, Siri Daly, has the recipe. Yes, we love her. Yes. She is the author of Seriously Delicious. It's a great cookbook. And this meal is no exception. It's so you, delicious. So it tastes like a yeah. burger, but yes. it's not? I mean, everybody loves a traditional burger, sure. but it's a great way to just kind of, you know, like a meatless Monday, guys. Yes, yes. Obviously, okay. if you have vegetarian friends, this will be a major hit, but it's a nice light summer dish. Okay. So first, we're just going to take some cilantro and just give it a rush, a rush, a rough top. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak. I'm like, what a is a rough top? Chop. A chop. we're going to put in the processor. Okay. And by the way, you can use parsley if you don't, you have Isn't that Isn't it weird how half people yeah. like cilantro, cilantro and some don't? Well, some people think it tastes like soap. I know. I love cilantro. It's an actual, like, scientific thing. Oh, but anyway, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Me too. I love so it. So we're going to throw that smells. in. And you don't have to worry about the stems because we're going to, again, give Blind it, it all the up. chop. Okay. Um, yeah. You can add a can of chickpeas that okay. were rinsed and drained. Okay. And then um, one clove of garlic. We have some coriander. you don't need to chop that clove. Of garlic? No, it's gonna get all. And again, if you don't have a food processor, you can use can I ask a, a blender. Yeah. Why didn't you throw the whole cilantro in? Why'd you have to chop it? I just like to give it a rough like chop. Okay. I like to Got say it. rough <laughs> chop. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, fine. Um, you really don't. Okay. You don't want to. Okay. okay. So then we'll just give that a quick little boom, boom. process. Yep. Okay. Until it gets nice and good. Okay. Then you're gonna 
transfer that to a bowl, and then okay. over here, you're adding um, your it'll cheese. be, yeah, you'll, you'll use the same cell, uh, food processor. Got it. We have some carrots, we have mm -hmm. um, some cremini Mushroom. mushrooms okay. that you can use. Do the mushrooms kind of help hold it together? Yes, and mushrooms give veggie burgers like a nice kind of meaty yes. quality. So. Yes. Yes, and it will definitely hold it together. Like so we'll this? give that okay. a chop again, uh -huh. and then we will, that's what it kind of looks like. Look at the texture. I love yeah. it. Cool. So that's, this is your chickpea mixture. Okay. Oh, and then you and add this. this. is the carrots ah. and cremini mushrooms, so you can add that. This is kind of cool. Yeah. And then we're going to add just to help bind it, it together With one egg. One egg. What are y'all doing? Panko or breadcrumbs. You can also use um, gluten-free breadcrumbs oh, okay, cool. if you want. Okay. And, um, and a little bit of flour just, again, to help hold, um, hold it hold. together. Okay. If you're going the gluten-free route. Do you, you need to use... beat that egg or not really? No, before? no it'll just kind of come together. Okay. Yeah, and you can get in there with your hands, mixing, too. Yep. Okay, um, so, but you're doing okay. a great job mixing. Thank you. This Thank is what you. it will kind of look like. So you can form, this will make four and patties. And you put them in the look refrigerator? How big that is. That's a no, huge it body. Is. It's a, a meaty meat, meat burger. No, look at the burger size. Yes. Okay, so then you just cook and it And then, up. yes, you can do it on the grill or you can do it on a um, stovetop for about mm -hmm. six minutes per side. So we'll just get that one on there. Uh -huh. um, you know, you can add your favorite cheese, your favorite toppings. I love over here wow. to top it with, like, I like the kind of Greek vibe. Yeah, me too. So what is that? Right here. That's tzatziki. tzatziki. Yep. And we have pickled onions. I'm coming to eat. I've never heard of such a thing. This is a toasted brioche oh, bun. Carson no, likes to wrap his in um, lettuce, though, too. So oh, they're trying to be healthier? That. Okay, yeah. look at so this healthy. monster <laughs> burger. So annoying. Uh, <laughs> That's a bite. No, I'm impressed. You guys, you guys did that. That's delicious. Mm. Isn't yeah. it good? It's really yummy. And then what I like to pair it with what? is my peach white sangria. Both of these recipes, by the way, are in my cookbook. Oh my gosh! So this oh, is, so um, you know, white peaches, peach oh, nectar, a bottle of so Moscato, good. which is like a sweet white wine. Yeah. You can use Pinot Grigio if you can't find that. Brandy. You okay. know. We're eating this. Yeah. Mm. And, I'll, and I'll just, I'll just drink this. So you guys eat that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. No, I'm just going to say porch. something. Even if you are obsessed with meat, you will like this burger. Does Carson yeah, eat yes, this? Yes, yes. I'm glad it's to hear that, really right? It's very yummy. It's delicious. A lot of I want it for lunch. Yeah. It's so good. Yummy. Siri, thank you so much. Um, I'm just going to keep eating okay, over here. Okay, cheers. All right. To get these recipes, to go to today.com slash food. Coming up next, if you're a fan of thrillers, we've got just the book for you. Have you read it yet? No. Ten Gang All-Stars. Renana Kwame Ajay Brenya. I adore him. We're going to talk to him right after mm. this. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Right now, this month's read with Jenna Page Turner. It is a debut novel 
It's called Chain Gang All-Star. It is incredible. It's an action-packed thriller by Nana Kwame Ajay Brenya that will make you question morality, love, and retribution. Take a look. Loretta Thurwar and Hamara Hurricane Stack Stacker are at the center of the Chain Gang All-Stars, the stars of a popular controversial program where prisoners compete against one another to have their sentences pardoned. Nana Kwame Ajay Brenya's debut novel transports us to an America in the not-so-distant future where entertainment is valued over life and profit over rehabilitation. The story culminates in a battle between the two stars and lovers, making readers question the real meaning of freedom and forgiveness. Oh, okay. Nana, we are so happy you're here. You're off a huge book tour. And can we also say hello? We have a book club in studio. The Well-Read Sisters Book Club right here from New York City. Y'all have a huge national outreach. Thank y'all for being here today. So happy you're here. Okay. You've been on a crazy book tour. This book is important. It's meaningful. I talked to somebody the other day that said they think it'll be taught in colleges around the country. What what has it been like to be out there with this in the world? I mean, it's been incredible. First off, I get to do something like this, which is a huge honor. So thank y'all for having us. Um, Just running around the country, getting to see how the book is connecting with people, getting seeing that people are getting exposed to the idea that this could be different, that the carceral state could be different, Mm -hmm. that prisons really don't have to exist as they do. It's kind of been a dream come true for me, really. The idea came to you. I mean, this is your debut novel. We can't believe it. You just hit it out of the park right there, first time at the plate. How did this idea come to you? It's hard to say, like, where it originally came, but I just had this idea, this woman in the eye of the arena, and I was thinking about, like, how could she get here? Because I remember the crowd was feeling very, like, antagonistic towards her. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I thought it would have to be someone who was convicted of a serious crime for so many people to be okay with her suffering. And I, but I do think the actual seed for that, um, me being interested in the justice system was my father, who was a criminal defense attorney and just him being in my life. Um, and when he was alive, I think he really got me the, for that spark. What do you think he would think of this book? Well, you know, I, I do think he will like it. I said, in the knowledge, I said, I think, I think you will like this one, not only because, this is the closest, closest I'll ever be to being a lawyer <laughs> with all the footnotes and case law I cited. Um, when I was younger, uh, maybe 10, 11, 12, I remember him talking to me and telling me he was getting ready to defend someone who was actually convicted of a murder. Mm. And I remember feeling like, well, okay, well, I guess my dad's a villain. I guess he's a bad yeah. guy. And I don't know what I said to him, but I said something to like express like, why would you be doing that? And he said, uh, I remember him telling me it's not that simple. And I really try to drill in that nuance that is humans existing and how do we deal with people who do harm in a real way and how abolitionists are trying to reframe our total approach to those who do harm. And so I think uh, because I tried my best in that regard, mm. I think he'd be I think he'd be pretty into it. Also, I dedicated to him, so mm. so he'd love that. <laughs> wow, wow. Like that part. Should, should we get a couple questions? That could be Please fun. Please do. Okay, as Ari first. Ari. Ari, what's Hi. your question? Hi. Hi. I love the book. I want to say thank you for this amazing work. Thank you so much. Uh, so the question I have is, how do you balance the realistic humanity of the characters in such a fictional setting? It's a great question. For me, as a writer, when I'm in it, I think of the characters as people. I try my best to think of them as human, just as anybody else. And so when it helps me... F- 
fill them with that nuance I was talking about. I try to think of them as anyone I know, which gets really difficult because my books, maybe you've noticed, have a lot of harshness. <laughs> We've noticed. <laughs> in them, but I, I care about them like they're people. And I try to think of them and respect them and care about them as if they're someone I knew in real life. Yeah, I think that's what mm. surprised people. I wonder if y'all felt this too. It's mm-hmm. so grounded in love, mm-hmm. you know? It's mm-hmm. so grounded in forgiveness and love. Okay, um, Nia, what's your question? Hi, um, just to echo sentiments here. Amazing job, such a moving book. Uh, but my question is, there are so many disparities in the prison system. So how did you kind of pick the one that you want to magnify in this novel? Mm-hmm. It's really a, another great question. I really went like character forward. So I thought about Loretta Thurwar, the protagonist of this book. And whenever I intersected something she had to do, I thought about what was the prison analog. So for example, oh, she, she has to eat, right? And I, I would go do some research into like the food situation in prisons. Mm-hmm. I'd go look into JSTOR, get some peer-reviewed articles about the reality of food in prisons. And unsurprisingly, it'd be something horrendous and yeah. terrible. So I, and then I basically just keep going through the nature of like what her experience might have been. And then that's where I would like dip into the research. And then also I would, after a couple of years, the book took me a while. It took me about seven years to do. Oh, wow. um, I got kind of more generally familiar with some of the American landscape of the carceral, carceral system. And so things would just pop into my head sort of without me even having to try. Yeah, so but- what were those seven years when you had the book yeah. and you were working on it? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so did you put it down and pick it up? Yeah, that's a good point. Because yeah. writers like to say that and it's kind of a lie. Like I wasn't working every day for the seven years. I had a whole other book. My first yeah. story collection sure. came out before that. Um, Which is it, awesome, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Friday my Black. first book is called Friday Black. Uh, that came out in that interim. Um, I was in grad school at that time. I was mm-hmm. still trying to figure out myself as a writer and as, a, and as an adult. Sure. You know, um, my father had was diagnosed with cancer. We had that three-year battle with it. He passed just a little bit after the first book came out. Mm. We had a pandemic. A lot was going on. (laughs) And I was, I I live in New York and I I remember just being like, well, I hope I'm going to write this book and the off chance society doesn't crumble completely. (laughs) It's like sirens going on. I'm like, third war said. (laughs) Um, But you kept at it. Okay, Lavi, we have one more question. Okay, so I guess I just wanted to know why not a happier ending where everyone is free, you know, like what feelings did you want the readers to leave with at the end of the novel? It's a really important question. And for me, like hope uh, is really important, but sort of like forcing a hope without honesty feels like a lie. So, um, or feels disingenuous. I didn't want to like sort of let the system off the hook. The carceral state is huge, it's extremely complex. People are being killed all the time and we can't sort of I, I didn't feel like it was fair for me to be like because I wanted a happy ending for my characters to force it on them because the system just isn't that kind and the book really is about a system yeah and so as a result this book had to end yeah <laughs> no spoilers but how it ended yeah no no spoilers because it's also kind of it's weird and this may show something about my personality I found some hope in it because there are people like you writing um, to check out Chain Gang All Stars, thank you, thank you. Go today.com slash read with Jenna and thanks to Well Read Sisters Book Club. So they host cool. author talks and wellness check ins, y'all, for more than 4,000 women globally. Y'all inspire oh. us so much. Keep wow. up the good work. We'll be Incredible. back right yeah. after. Isn't that this. amazing? 4,000? That's amazing. <laughs> 
Coming up tomorrow, Joel McHale will be here as our guest co-host. Plus, star Jane Krakowski. Schmigger Badoon. It's a great show. I love Jane. See She's so funny and Thursday. cute. And her face went away. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more. An extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP.